Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Let's get into the word tonight. Um, I have something interesting I want to share with you. And that is, <laughs> well, tonight's text is Psalm 34. But here's what's interesting is, I know, I know, I know that we're going through stuff right now in America. I know that lockdowns have been extended and different stuff and stay-at-home orders and different things like that. And, hey, I know that's tough, even psychologically. I do. All right? And it's affected businesses. Hey, that's for real. That is real. This is real life. There's people, small businesses that are going to have a hard time opening back up. But listen, I'm going to tell you right now, this time, this season, is a time where your faith is being tested. It's not fun all the time. I know that. It's not comfortable. It's all, not always enjoyable. But I'm going to tell you, when you have to hustle, when you have to work, when you have to seek God, and you say, oh, yeah, but it's about grace. I shouldn't have. No, but it, it takes our will to seek God. And I'm going to tell you this right now. When you seek God and you press hard after him, it builds spiritual muscle. And you go through stuff, you're able to lift heavier stuff later on. Years ago, Barry was my trainer in the gym. Some of you know Barry Muniz, good friend of mine. And man, there were times... Some of you have heard these examples, but there were times my brother and I would work out with him that I was freaked out because Barry would do something with us called negatives on the bench. You get on the bench, and we knew what our max was, supposedly, but then Barry would go, we're going to go way over that, and I'm going to help you and stand over you, and we're going to do negatives. And it's crazy how fitting the analogy is right now because many of you feel like the weight of the world is it's coming on you, but guess what? Jesus has you. He's got you. He's got you, and he's doing reps with you. He's doing sets with you, and it's not going to collapse on you. You're going to be okay. And I remember when I was in the gym years ago, Barry would go, I got you. And it was so funny working out with Jonathan because sometimes he'd, his voice would get high-pitched. Barry's smiling because he remembers. He'd go, ah, because, man, that heavy weight, the, the heaviest I ever benched with this certain amount, but then Barry would go up, and he'd say, no, you can do it. I'm going to help you control it. You just hold on to it. Keep it steady, clean, and balanced going down, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up, and you're going to go down with them. We're going to do negatives. And if you can handle this weight, then I guarantee you're going to go up on your bench. And it was true over and over again. We did negatives. And, yeah, some of you right now, you're like, I feel negative. I feel like the weight of the world is crashing down on me. Things are happening to me. Well, God is still with you. That's why we return to his word right now. We return to the Word of God. And tonight we're going to study Psalm 34, and we're going to encourage you in the Word. Everything is going to be all right, I promise. I'm not just making that up. God is faithful. We know how this story ends. We know that God is still on the throne. We know that Jesus is coming back one day. We know that the earth has to go through some stuff to get to the point where we see Jesus in person one day. So just, just remain calm. Seek God. Hold on to your faith. God is with you, all right? Psalm 34. Verse 1, King David says here, he says, I will praise the Lord at all times. We're going to hesitate and loiter, kind of loiter, and kind of meditate and slow down and pause on this verse. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. Think about that for a minute. I will praise the Lord at all times. Now, I'm reminded tonight as I read this reference 
from my Bible. It's a New Living Translation, Psalm 34, verse 1. I still remember the moment years ago when I was reading out of the same Bible and I wrote notes on the side. And I wrote, I underlined praise and I said it obliterates fear. Oh man, and I remember at the time. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't remember all the details, but I do remember this. I felt, in some ways, I felt like it was the end of the world for me. I just, I was going through a hard time. I don't remember exactly if I was grieving my mom before or after her passing. I don't remember, but I just remember, I do remember writing this down. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak His praises. And in my handwriting, I see that praise obliterates fear. When you're going through tough stuff, man, you, you may feel like, man, my, is my praise working? You've all been through that. Is my praise working? What? God is building muscle in you. God's building muscle in you. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly, constantly speak His praises. That's easier said than done. It takes your will. And sometimes you say, I do not feel like doing that. My wife and I work out together. And I'm going to tell you right now, even this morning, my wife will tell you, she'll say, I'm, not, I'm mad enough to admit I was grumpy when we worked out. I don't know. If I'm not chasing a basketball or throwing some and catching, competing, I just, I'm like, man, I don't, don't want to do these reps. I don't want to do all this stuff. But I didn't feel like it, but it was good for me. I didn't feel like it, but I felt a lot better afterward. Praise is the same way. You say, man, I... I don't feel like it. I'm praising right now. I don't know if I feel a difference. You will keep doing it. Stay dedicated. You will. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak His praises. Praise knocks down walls. Scripture says the people of Israel, they walked around Jericho. You remember that story? And I'm not going to get into all the details, but their praises eventually caused the walls to fall down. And it's interesting, if you study the story of Jericho, we've been to Jericho, a few of us in this room actually, and there's not much left of it. But when they excavated Jericho years ago, here's what was fascinating. The walls, they fell, and as they fell, they fell this way and created a ramp. So your obstacle is going to fall by your praise, and that obstacle is going to be a ramp to the next place in God. The walls of Jericho, they fell, and they created a ramp for the people of God to go up in there. They walked up the walls because of the way they fell. The walls didn't fall inward. They fell down and out at an angle, and the people of God were able to get up in there. So keep praising God. I know you're going through stuff. I know oil prices are crazy right now. I, I can't even comprehend. The other day we were following it, and it, oil dropped to, to $36.75 negative. How do, you, how do you get a negative price on anything? And folks thought they were real wise and said, you know, because I said this too, but then I, I, I re rehearsed it in my own ears, said, well, that means uh, they got to pay you to take the oil. But it, does it really work that way? What does that even mean? So now the oil's up and down, and I know this has affected people's jobs. Remember, God is still on the throne. Keep doing what you do. Keep seeking God. Keep loving God. Don't blame God. I know, hey, in, in tough times, we as humans, you have every right to ask God why. You do. Here's the issue, though. Sometimes you just may never know why. I know. I've been through trials, and I said, God, why? Some, some of it's become clearer when I came out of the trial. 
was talking to somebody I love today about that. Sometimes you come out of the trial and you go, oh, okay, well, that was this and that. And other things you just don't know. You just may not know. But the psalmist said, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly, I will constantly speak his praises just when I feel like it. No, mm -mm. Mm, I love verse 2 here. I love verse 2. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Some of us feel helpless right now. Say, man, I can't force this. I can't do this. Man, I've seen, I'll tell you right now, I've seen and experienced different stuff through this season since March, and we've seen everything from fear, panic, worry, to what am I going to do, to people going, man, this is stupid. This is stupid. And we all, we all express it differently. People are frustrated. People are going through strain. But I'm going to tell you right now, I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Let everybody who's helpless, you, you say, man, I, I can't do anything. Let all who are helpless, let's be real. Does that, doesn't that cover everybody? Apart from God, I, I cannot do anything. I, cannot, I can't grow more hair on my head. I can't get taller. I can't worry about something and change it. Only thing that moves God and moves mountains is faith. That's it. So I will boast only in the Lord. I'll just boast in Him. And you know how people are. They brag about all kinds of stuff. I've heard people brag about stuff. And I think, you're bragging about this right now? I'm not even going to give you examples. You're bragging about this? That, that, seems, that seems ignorant at best, right? You're bragging about this. No, let's just boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless, i got to say that again. Let all who are helpless take heart. That's all of us. Be encouraged tonight. Take heart. Take, take heart. It's going to be okay. You be encouraged. Verse 3. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt, let us exalt his name together. Let us exalt his name together. That's what we're doing tonight. You say, man, I'm at home. I'm in different places. I think we had somebody tuning in from, tuning in from Mexico and different places in the United States and in this region and all over uh, different homes and hobs. Say, what, how can we exalt his name together? Oh, we're exalting his name together right now. And hey, let me remind you, this has been a real revelation to me. In going through different trials, this is temporary. This is temporary. You say, man, what is this the end? No. God has some warnings built into this. this there, God has some get ready for the next thing built into this. God has some stuff built into this right now. And I, you can't control it. I can't control it. But you shouldn't be worrying about it either. Neither should I. You shouldn't be mad about it either. Neither should I. Now, we get frustrated. We talk about it. We vocalize. We vent. But then we got to get back into faith we got to get back into faith. Some folks that are going through it right now, but I encourage you, you need to read your Bible again. You need to get into the Word again. You may not read 10 chapters a day. Get to three chapters. You say, man, that's tough. Read a chapter a day, but read the Word every day. Get back to home base. Home base is faith. Home base is God is the rock of my salvation. All right? Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt His name together. Verse 4, this is powerful. I prayed to the Lord, and He answered me. I prayed, and He answered me. Can you imagine the God of the universe is concerned about what you're concerned about? He freed me from all my fears. I prayed to the Lord, 
And he answered me. I've seen some answered prayers during this time. I have. I've seen them in my life and in the lives of others. God's still answering prayers. Say, man, what's going on right now? I don't know. You've got to get to the place where you say this. My hope is in God. My trust is in God. My faith is in God. Your hope and trust and faith can't be in the government. God bless our government. They're doing the best they can. Federal, state, God bless them. We're praying for them. They got a, they got a tough job and some tough days ahead probably. But I'm going to tell you right now, we've got to get to the place where you don't, we don't trust in money. We don't trust in people. We don't trust in the government. We don't trust in our own wisdom. Man, we had a, we had a meeting with Pastor Fabian yesterday, and he was talking about human wisdom. And it's amazing how human wisdom has cycles of boom and bust naturally. It's the world cycle. Oh, everything's high. It's always going to be this way. Oh, it's crashing. It's low. Oh, everything's high. It's wonderful. It's always going to be this way. Oh, here we go again. It's crashing again. That's man's wisdom. Say, oh, no, that's God. No, it's God giving people freedom to create their own economic system, and it's imperfect. It's in a fallen world. And guess what? The only, the only economy that never moves nor is shaken is the economy of heaven. God set up the ancient law of giving and receiving. God, uh, God set up the ancient law of tithing. And let me, let me tell you something about, about God right now. We just read this verse. I prayed to the Lord. He answered me. He freed me from all my fears. I'm diverging a little bit. But let me tell you something. For those who say the tithe is only because churches want money, let me tell you something. The father of our faith almost said King Abraham. But Father Abraham... Did you know he was tithing before the law? Because see, people are real quick to go, man, that's legalism, man. Folks who say that, they're in all kinds of debt, I've noticed. Folks who say that's legalism, they're struggling with their money. Folks who say, let's not talk about money in church, they're, they're hiding something. No, we're going to talk about money in church. We're going to talk about family life. We're going to talk about situations that are tough and challenging. We're going to talk about what we're going through in church. And I remind you, tithing it predates the law of Moses. Abraham tithed. It was interesting because Abraham, the major patriarch, the father of our faith, Scripture says God considered him as righteous simply because he believed. Scripture says the just shall live by faith, and he's our example. But look at this. Tithing predates the law, and somehow the patriarchs knew about tithing long before the law. It was something they did. They gave tithe to God. They gave a tenth of everything they re received. And I wouldn't be talking to you about this tonight if my wife and I were not tithers. <clears throat> and God just spoke to us. I need to tell you this. God just spoke to us, spoke to us yesterday. We were talking, and, and my wife said, we, we, need to, we need to just stretch. We need to start giving more. I'm like, okay. Okay. What a great time to start giving more in a crisis. What a great time. God has done so much for us. Scripture says, remember, in him we move and breathe and live and have our existence. Everything that God has done for us, and we can't give some back to him and say, well, people just want money. Hey, I know there's folks that have bad motives, but let me tell you this. What are your motives? What are your motives? You say, I just want to be blessed from God. I want all his promises. Do so. The reason I tied that into this verse is because there's a lot of money fears right now going on. There's a lot of money fear going on. I understand. I've been in places before where I had money fears. I think that's a part of the human condition. Others say, man, I never have. Well, we all strain sometimes and go, how are we going to pay that? 
How are we going to pay for this? We need this. Let me read this to you again. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. And there's so much in that verse. He does free us from all of our fears, but I'm going to tell you this right now. The blessing of God is conditional. You need a financial blessing? Give to the Lord. Give. Give to his kingdom. Find opportunities to give to people during this season. We talked about that on Sunday. We talked about gift giving as one of the love languages. You've got to give. Some folks, man, absorb stuff, and they are like, this is an old example, they're like the Dead Sea. We've been to the Dead Sea, and that thing, they have been, there's benefits there, but that thing is toxic. You know you're in a crazy place when they go, and don't drink the water, you will have to go to the emergency room. My wife was like, I'm not even getting in. But I was like, I got to get in here and see about the properties in this. I mean, we went with a group of people. And they, were, they were in the Dead Sea doing this with mud and stuff. Putting on all these minerals. and stuff. I thought, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to see how well I float in the water. Because you're supposed to fl- be much more buoyant when the water is heavy like that and thick and briny. But here's my point about the Dead Sea. Rivers and stuff, water flow into the Dead Sea, but it never flows out. And so it, it's no longer fresh water. It's toxic. When you got all, God's pouring into you, people pouring into you, and you don't ever pour out, you don't ever give back to God or other people, you can become toxic. You can become toxic. You come to a place where it's dangerous to be around you. I'll never forget that. I looked over at my wife, and I said, I'm getting in. And she's like, Bye. I'll be right out here. And I got in there, but then I got out, and I had to go take a shower. And I, I don't know if it was the heat, the elevation. It's supposed to be the lowest place on earth. Is that right? The Dead Sea? I don't know if it was the heat, the elevation, or the water got in my ears or something, but I felt sick. <laughs> I went to the restroom and showered and stuff, and I was out of there. I, it could have just been the temperature just dry, 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 and low elevation. But if you keep receiving and receiving and receiving, see, people have talked about America for years like this. They said, man, we're just spiritually fat. We can just receive and receive and receive, and we don't want to give. It's time to give. It's time to give back to God, give back to others. It's time to give. Now, I need to add something right now, and this may, not, this may kind of trip you out. If it offends you at first, then you can repent later. In the late 80s, I'll never forget this, into the 90s, I heard men and women of God say this from other countries. You know what they said about America? Oh, don't talk about America. I know. I got irritated too when I heard it. But I was 15, okay? They said, we're praying that America goes through trials so that their faith will become real. That sounds, oh, I know that offends people, man. It offended me. I said, wait, what? Our, Our faith is real, man? But these people were going through all kinds of persecution and death threats and being thrown in prison for the name of Jesus. And they were praying. They said, Lord, allow America to go through trials so their faith can be tested and they will come out even better than before. That's scriptural. Kind of a crazy prayer. But scripture says the fire refines us. Burns off stuff you don't need. It's amazing what we decide now when we're going through trial, the things that we can live without the things that we don't need. Hmm. I prayed to the Lord, and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. I do believe that when God answers our prayers like this, and he frees us from our fears, he also frees us from bondages and attachments to stuff that we never needed in the first place. 
I believe that. Let's go to verse 5. Those who look to him for help, oh, I love this verse, will be radiant with joy. Those who look to God for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. Why? Because they have hope. They have hope. You say, man, I'm looking to God. I can't do this. It's amazing the place we get in God, the place we, get, the place we arrive at in our walk with God when we say, you know what? I can't. There's nothing I can do to change this right now. But I can change my mind. I can, I can allow God to renew me. I can allow God to bless me and work on me and stretch my faith out through this. I, I can't force this thing to be done. Man, we've, we, everybody around me, I'm sure we all want to just will this whole thing to be over. Say, man, let's open up businesses. Let's, let's have people take off masks and, and, and gloves, and let's just get back to life and it's just be, be normal right now. I, I know. I feel you. I feel you. We're going through something together. We are. But God is faithful. I saw, I saw a meme today. I saw a meme. Somebody said, man, I've be, been getting emails from airlines saying we're in this together. And the guy said, yeah, bruh, but where were you when my baggage was 51.5 pounds? And you want to charge me that extra fee? We're in this together now. We really are in this together. We really are. All right? We're with you. You're with us. We stand together united. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. Verse 6. In my desperation I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. And it may not look like you want it to look. It may not be exactly what you imagine, but God will always save you from your troubles. He will take care of you. The same God, I've got to say this again. been saying this lately, and I, I feel like it's become a real revelation to me. The same God who saved you is the same God who blesses you, is the same God who keeps you, is the same God who delivers you, is the same. He's the same God who, who makes sure you're going to be all right. He's the same God who promised you heaven. He's the same God who blesses you and honors your obedience. He's the same God who made all these promises and said, look to me, I will never change. Isn't that powerful? Man, we buy vehicles, vehicles, nice vehicles, spend lots of money on them. There's vehicles driving around this town right now, 80 grand. Expensive vehicles, metal finish, just beautiful. You think, wow, that thing is sweet. Those things change. After a few years, they're just not the same. You can put new tires on them, you can get a new paint job. It's not the same as when you bought them brand new. You get a brand new home. Man, they can last a while. You take good care of them. You maintain them. But if, if you just, just leave them to themselves with a few storms, a few this, that, and the other, and, and just don't take care of business, they start, they start to, to um, fall into the law of entropy. Things start happening. They start aging and wearing, breaking down in different ways, right? That's just life. But God says, I change not. I don't change. God says, you think I didn't see this coming? God says, you think I will ever let go of you? I, I feel like I'm supposed to read this to someone tonight. And we, we may not have it ready for the screens, but it's, it's um, let, me, let me get over here. Let me get over here. Romans chapter 8. 
I went a little too far there. Romans chapter. No, that's not what I want. Ah, it is. I was looking past it. Romans 8.35. Romans 8.35. I know I'm putting pressure on Vali right now. I'm sorry, Michael. Romans 8.35, and I'm going to read from verse 35 all the way down to verse 39. Romans 8.35 through 39. Can anything, I ask you tonight, ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have what? Trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? Oh, man, as the scriptures say, for your sake we are killed every day. We're being slaughtered like sheep. People are going, wow, it, Lord, do you see this? We're really going through all this stuff. He says, no, Romans 8.37, no, despite all these things. That's a big despite. Overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. That's powerful. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Wow. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to what? Separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow. Wow. When was that written? 2,000 years ago, more or less. And did you know at the time that this was, this was written? The Roman Empire was killing Christians. They were starting to kill Christians. Wow. They were blaming things on the Christians. They were taking them to the Colosseum, turning them loose among the lions and stuff. Wow. Was their faith real? Yeah, it was real, and they're heroes today. You're going to meet some of those folks when you get to heaven. But I'm telling you this right now. Why am I telling you all this? Well, because I know this. According to Scripture, according to Scripture, look at this. 34.6, Psalm 34.6, look at that again. Psalm 34.6. In my desperation I prayed, and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. He may not save you the way you're imagining, but he will always save you. He said, oh, here's how I envision it. It's going to be, and you've got to have faith, you've got to have vision, you've got to look ahead, and that's good. But there's things that turn out differently. Let me just say this right now. You as a believer, as you continue to seek God and love him and obey his commandments and give, love God and love others, real simple. After this crisis passes, there's going to be some things that are going to be quite different. I don't have to be a prophet to tell you that. It's going to change the world. It already is. But it's going to change for your benefit. Mark my words. You're going to have a new, new avenues to share the gospel at work. You're going to have new avenues to be blessed and new avenues for business. Mark my words. It's going to change, but it's going to change for your benefit because God is always with you. He, he's, always, he's always been with you. you. Do you remember how the... How during the plagues of Egypt, the people of God, the Israelites, they were untouched. And as they got through the plagues, they were just blessed and blessed and blessed and blessed. And that's for you as well. I'm not going to be able to get through this tonight. I, 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 got, I didn't get very far at all. 
I think we got to verse 6 there. But I want to pray with you. And I want, I want to encourage you tonight that everything is going to be all right because you've got God on your side. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. Nothing. Neither angels nor demons nor distance or height or depth or width or length or, or principalities or powers or struggles or persecutions or calamities or trials or tribulations. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Let's pray tonight. Lord God Almighty, I just plead the blood of Jesus once again over everybody who's listening to this message right now. Some of you really, really needed to hear something encouraging tonight. And here's the encouraging word from God. You cry out to God and He saves you. You cry out to God and He rescues you. He's the same God that David served. And now you have a new covenant. Did you know you have a better covenant than David did? David was referred to as a man of God and a man after God's own heart. But now we actually have the capacity, the ability, the privilege to walk into the Holy of Holies in the Spirit because of the blood of Jesus. David was not allowed to do that. And now because of the blood of Jesus, you can walk into the Holy of Holies like you never sinned. I want to pray for folks who want to get it, get it right with God. I plead the blood of Jesus over you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, for anyone listening, speak to their hearts, convict them of any wrongdoing, but remind them that you're still God and you have forgiven them of their sins. All they have to do is confess. Right now, right wherever you are, just tell the Lord you're sorry and you're as good as new. Tell him, I'm sorry. Help me, Lord, not to do that again. Help me, Lord, to do better. Cleanse me. I repent. This is a great season of repentance among the people of God. Scripture says, if my people who are called by my name, God did not say the world. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. It always starts with us, folks. It always starts with us. God is doing something in your life through this. Allow him to do it. Love God and love others through this thing. And you're going to come out just fine on the other side. You're going to be blessed. You're going to be closer to God. You're going to be closer to your family. And yeah, you know what? Going through this, this situation, I believe there will be relationships that were not profitable and you did not know how to get out of them and you'll just walk on by. God will, God will separate some things. Friends, if you mm, are they really your friends? God's been speaking to you about that for a while. It's time, to, it's time to move on. Choose God over people. Choose God over circumstances. Put God first over money. Put God first over whatever else in your life could possibly be an idol. And remember this, that all of the promises in Scripture through Jesus are yes and amen. They are yes and amen. Don't you ever forget that. All the promises, they are yours by the blood of Jesus now. You say, wasn't that for the Israelites in the Old Testament? Read the New Testament. Scripture says it's a better covenant. It's, it, you're like Israelite 2.0. It's a better covenant, Scripture says. Much better. Better promises. Wow. To be given the same blessing and privilege and 
satisfaction and peace and joy that Jesus received. That is powerful. Let's agree for one more thing right now. Right wherever you are, go ahead and raise the hand of the Lord if you can. And let's agree. I'm going to pray something special over you, a special blessing. Lord, I pray that in this situation, in this season, you reveal yourself to your people. You touch the hearts of your people. You minister life and love and joy to your people. No matter what happens in this season, Lord God, that now folks start to set aside things that have held them back. I speak a revealing of your word to people, Lord God, right now. And we believe for it. We believe, we believe, we believe. And I also speak this to somebody tonight, in Jesus' name. As you continue to give tithes and offerings and love God and love others, I believe God is going to pay off debts through this season for you. You're going to see it. You will see. You're going to be able to finish projects you've been putting off for a long time. You're also going to start paying off debts because it's headed your way now. God is going to take care of you. You put him first, he'll take care of all that. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Just believe. Just believe all the promises are yours. Be encouraged, people of God. God is with you. And if God is for you, who on earth, who in the universe could possibly be against you? I declare a blessing over you. Peace and joy and excitement right now. Laughter. Hope. Revelation of God's word. In Jesus' name.